Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Nine Yards podcast. My name is Luke Lenler. I'm joined today by Caleb Arthur, and we're back. I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel like I say this every episode, but it's week six. We have not missed a week. Two uploads a week. We got you. It's Saturday. The NFL games happen tomorrow, most of them at least, because this past Thursday, the Buccaneers took on the Eagles. Bucks kind of, I could say, cruised. The Eagles scored late to make it a one-score game, um, but the Buccaneers won 28-22. to Caleb, we're not going to spend too much time on this game, but what was one thing you took away from this from this contest on Thursday night? Um, that's tough. I think the one thing I took away from it mainly is the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense we know is really good, but their defense just hasn't quite been on the level it was last season, which is not super surprising because last season, um, until the uh, bye week late in the season, uh, their defense was not really that great, and then it really stepped up after that bye week. So maybe the same thing will happen this year. But so far, I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl with their defense, especially their secondary, uh, playing the way it is. Yeah, definitely. I would actually, I would agree with that in terms of Buccaneers defense. I thought uh, they're placing a lot of trust in Richard Sherman, a guy that just signed off the street, uh, who also left in the middle of the game with a hamstring injury. So it's not looking great for that defensive side of the ball. I mean, just for, for an Eagles takeaway, I just think um, for all the hype that's, that was like preseason about Sirianni, um, I, I'm not very impressed by him at all. He's not running the ball with Miles Sanders at all. Uh, and they have, they have a pretty good talent in Sanders and Gainwell, and he's just not giving them the ball too often. He's forcing Hurts to run it a little too much than I think the Eagles would like, considering they're trying to evaluate if Hurts is their franchise guy or not. And I don't know. It was just it was a tough loss to the Eagles, and I think at this point they need to look themselves and realize that it might not be a really really talented team. And I mean, those kind of games are just the ones you can expect to lose. Um, but they they did fight till the end, and they have they have a, a pretty mid schedule coming up i mean it's at the raiders next week so who knows how that raiders team where i think we're going to see what the raiders will be like depending on how they play this sunday i think this sunday is the biggest game of the raiders season but um then it's they got games at the lions uh and then a couple tough ones against the chargers and the broncos before their final stretch is crazy easy they have five straight games at the giants at the jets versus washington versus the giants at washington that should all be winnable contests for this team so it'll be interesting to see how they can finish down the stretch but we move now to the Sunday games and yet again, Florida Derby two weeks, two weeks in a row. I think we got, we have a Florida Derby and this time it's in London. It's not in Florida, but the dolphins are taking on the Jaguars in what is basically the Jaguars second home uh, Tottenham Hotspur stadium in London. Caleb, do you think the Jaguars can grab their first win here or are the dolphins going to hang on? Um, this is tough because I think this is like, if for both teams, a game that you really circle at this point, I think the mm-hmm. Jaguars are like, Okay, we got to pick up a win somewhere. This is maybe a spot to do it, obviously, in a neutral site game against the not great Dolphins team. And if you're the Dolphins, obviously, this is a must win. If you lose this one, it's just everything is crumbled. It's season over, really. So I think that um, I'm, I'm going to pick the Dolphins here just because I still think the Dolphins do have the potential to kind of turn the season around, at least to the point where they're decent. Yeah. Um, I don't really think they're a playoff team, but I, I do know that they are talented, especially on the defensive side. We saw mm-hmm. last year when they went 10 and six, I think they're the better coach team at this point. And I think it looks like two is going to be back, which I don't think he's amazing or anything, but he, I, I do think he's obviously an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. So I'm just going to say that the Dolphins in a fairly close game, actually probably uh, closer than the Dolphins would like, but I do think the Dolphins pull it out. Yeah, uh, that's I am. I'm actually going to disagree with you here on on the first one, but 
I think the Jaguars are going to win this game. Um, I don't know what it is, but Jacksonville just seems to be a menace in London. It's crazy. They always seem to be good um, in London. I'm not sure why they play there every year. Uh, they're three and four in games played in London since 2013. Um, and their 2019 game, they got kind of got crushed by the Texans, but I, I just, I don't know why, but I look back at the one year they were really good. Um, I believe that was 2017, 2018. It was 2017 to 18. Um, they went into London, uh, underdog against the Ravens and they won by like 31. Nobody expected that to happen. And I think they're going to resuscitate some of that magic. Uh, this week and against the Dolphins. I, I think this is going to be Trevor Lawrence's best game as a pro. I mean, he's, his stats aren't bad by any stretch uh, of, of the imagination. And I do think the Dolphins are probably the more talented team and definitely the better coach team. Um, Urban Meyer is definitely a negative, I think, for Jacksonville at this point. He's not adding anything, and he's certainly taken away. But I just there's something about the Jaguars' magic in, in, in London. So I'm, I'm going to pick them to win this game. And I think the Dolphins – I think both these teams are going to leave this week one and five, one with a lot uh, with a lot better feeling on their chest than the other. Um, so I think the Dolphins – I mean, Tua should be back this game, so it should be interesting. But uh, I, I have the Dolphins losing this game and the Jaguars winning it. Let's see. The next 1 o'clock game. This one is a uh, pretty storied NFC North matchup. The Packers and the Bears in Soldiers Field. Packers 4-1, four 4-0 four row since losing that kind of shocking week one game um, to the Saints. So, Caleb, who do you think is going to win this game? Who, who do you think is going to win this matchup? I mean, I think this one should be pretty obvious. Like, I think we said this last week. Like, the Bears are 3-2, and two, but it feels like they're the worst team with a winning record, so I don't I think it's a little bit of a fluky three and two mm-hmm. and the Packers, I mean, they're undefeated without that loss. The Saints that I really is looking at more and more like a fluke every single week. Um, so I think that the Packers do win this one, but I do think it's pretty close. It's pretty uh, infre- un- infrequent that um, divisional games are blowouts and, and with it being in Chicago, obviously the, the crowd's going to be really into that one as always. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, you know, he has a ton of experience in this rivalry where Justin Fields is going to be his first time ever playing the Packers. So I, I could see him having kind of a bumpy game. Um, and that's kind of what I'm banking on here. But uh, I do think the Packers win this one, but it's going to be fairly close. Really, if you're the Packers, you just need to hope that Mason Crosby's better. Because, yeah. Yeah, I think that's – I think the Packers – uh, last week with that chaotic game against the Bengals, they kind of proved they can win when like nothing is going their way, when seemingly everything is going wrong. Um, they can still pull out a win in the end. So I do agree that I think this game will be a lot closer in Green Bay by six is a very interesting line. I'm probably going to bet the Bears to cover on that. Um, just because, like you mentioned, it's a divisional game. It's two teams that always play each other pretty close and it's in Chicago. Uh, I'm regardless of that, I'm slipping the Packers to win. I think this one's an obvious choice. And honestly, there shouldn't, there's not going to be a lot of games over the rest of the season where the Packers aren't favored uh, or aren't the favorites. So this game, this game should be good, but I'm expecting a Packers win here by probably four or five. Another divisional matchup comes when the Texans visit the Colts in Indianapolis. Now, both of these teams are one and four. The Colts win coming not in week one, like the Texans win did, but Davis Mills is going to start for Houston. Carson Wentz is going to start for Indianapolis. Caleb, you are the AFC South. I guess you know more about the AFC South than I do. So I'm going to let you pick first. Who do you think is going to win this matchup in Indianapolis? You know, the Texans, we saw them last week. You know, they were really, really close to beating the Patriots. They were up like 14 on them at the end of the third quarter. So uh, this team is actually, I think, 
they're better than I thought they were gonna be. I mean, mm-hmm. but that's not really saying much. But I'm I'm just gonna have to go with Colts here because it's in Indianapolis. Obviously, that's an advantage for them. And obviously, it was last week was a really disappointing loss. They might come out just kind of flat after that hard week, but I, I think they're gonna come out enough where they can beat this Houston team. Uh, the Colts, I've said it before, I think are better than their record. I don't love saying that because I don't really like the Colts, but I do think they're definitely better than their one four record would indicate. I still think they have a, a very good shot of making the playoffs. So um, if, if I'm the Colts, obviously this is a must-win game, and I think they're going to take it very seriously, and, and they're going to win this one, I think, comfortably. Yeah, I would agree. Um, as much as I'm kind of suddenly starting to fall in love with this David Kelly, with this David Cully rally Texans, um, I, I am going to pick the Colts to win this game. I think any any time over the rest of the season, the Texans are at home. They're a fun upset pick other than the game against the Rams. That's not going to be close, but they play a lot of other slightly upsettable games at home um, over the rest of the season. But on the road, I, I don't like their matchups at all. Um, so I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the Colts to win this one by probably like seven. I agree. I do think it'll be close. I think the Texans have proven that they're not somebody who can just walk over um, unless you're the Bills. So this game should be good. I think this is Carson Wentz's best chance to have his best game in Indianapolis and to kind of like get, really get some confidence going, get his mojo. Wentz is a very streaky, I, I think of a streaky shooter in basketball when I think of Carson Wentz or when he's on, he's firing, but he just needs some, some open looks, some, some ones where he can just tee off some games like this against a team like the Texans that doesn't have the highest talent level where he can just, he can just have a good game. And he's, it's like a guaranteed two touchdown, 300 yard performance. And that's the kind of stuff that can get his confidence up for the more important games they play over the rest of the season, like the 49ers, like the Titans, all that stuff. So I'm going to pick the Colts to win this one by probably six or seven. Now we go to the Bengals and the Lions, the battle of the big cats in Detroit. The Lions are own five. They are one of two winless teams still in the NFL. Um, so we shall see how they, how they can recover and probably get their first win soon. But at the risk of being biased, I mean, I don't think this is very biased, but I'm going to pick the Bengals to win this game. I think this is this is an easy pick there. This is like kind of the definition of a trap game. They have a huge game against the Ravens coming up next week. They're playing a Lions team that has basically stayed in every single game they've played. Um, so it should be a good game. But the Bengals, despite the fact they're missing Dante uh, Smith, who was supposed to start at guard with Jackson Carmen being out. Now they've kind of gotten Carmen back from like the COVID list he was on for a couple of days. So they're not really missing any big players on the offensive side. Trey Wayne's had to go back on IR, which is frustrating. But uh, Joe Mixon's healthy, so I'm expecting the Bengals to just run all over this Detroit defense, and I'm expecting Jamar Chase to have another big game. So I think the Bengals win. I think the Bengals cover. I think they're going to come out playing angry. I think Burrow knows he threw some bad picks last game um, that cost him, uh, that cost the team, and Burrow's the kind of guy that's going to respond to that really well. So I I have the Bengals winning here by 7-10. to Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I see a lot of people picking the Lions here just because they kind of feel like, well, the Lions, they've played every game close pretty much. They're going to win a game eventually, and they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way the way they've been playing, they, they absolutely will pick up a couple wins down the road somewhere against probably a team that uh, we really did not think had much of a chance of losing the Lions, but I just don't see it here. I agree with pretty much everything you say. I think the Bengals are going to come out uh, angry. I think they're the kind of team that's going to respond well to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I think the firepower and the Bengals offense that they have with, you know, Jim, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamal Chase, all that. 
um, is, is going to do good against a Lions defense that has some real holes. So despite it being in Detroit, and Detroit's definitely going to, you know, upset some team along the road probably within the next few weeks, uh, I do think I would pick the Bengals here. Yep. Uh, I think that another thing I, I just would like to add on a more personal note, I was, like, freaking out about this Bengals game, like, all week. I still am a little stressed that they'll lose. But then I was thinking about, like, wow, look at this. Like, I would never have freaked out about a Bengals losing to the Lions on the road in past seasons because I would like, oh, the team sucks. They're not going to win. But this is what it feels like to have a good football team again, Caleb. It, it feels great to be cheering for a team that's actually, like, slightly good again. Uh, speaking of slightly good, the Rams, slightly good, are visiting the Giants, not really slightly good, um, this week in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And, wow, Los Angeles. Uh, they, they dropped one to Arizona, but they, they responded pretty well last week. Um, and they beat the Seahawks on the road, which is always tough to do, especially in a short week. So even with Geno Smith playing quarterback, the defense uh, obviously stepped up and played really well. Stafford didn't have a fantastic game. But similar to the Carson Wentz, this is the kind of a situation where Stafford can just take advantage of a bad team, I feel, uh, and, and get some of that confidence, get some of that mojo back uh, for, for L.A. and for himself before he plays a probably a pretty emotional game against Detroit next week. Um, so I have the Rams winning this by some blowout level stuff. The Gi- I don't is Daniel Jones starting for the Giants? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he's been coolest as questionable, but I know for a fact that uh, uh, Saquon isn't isn't playing. Neither is Kenny Galladay, uh, and Darius Slayton is questionable. So I don't like where the Giants are at, and I think the Rams are going to cruise here. If I would agree with you, though, the Giants have just been so decimated by injuries the past couple weeks that I think, wow, actually this game, when they played each other last year, it was really close. Mm -hmm. Um, It was way closer than anyone expected. I do think the Rams are better than they were last year. And at this point, just because of injuries, the Giants aren't as good as they were in that game last year. So I think solely because of injuries, pretty much, I, I think it's going to be Rams win big. Yep, that seems to be sort of sort of a, a pretty smart, safe pick. And another game that should be really good. We have a pretty good one o'clock slate this week. Pretty underrated one o'clock slate, at least I feel. Um, is the Chiefs at the Washington football team? Now, I think this is about as close to a must-win game as you can get if you're Kansas City. Um, you're playing a team that, granted, did not was played in the worst division in football last year, but they still made the playoffs. They still won that division, and they played Tampa Bay close. Um, that has struggled a lot this year, that has struggled mightily, that has won games because of their offense, which is nothing anybody expected out of the team this season. Um, so I don't know if this is a much win for Washington. I think they kind of know what they are at this point. Um, and with a two in the with like three of the probably five best offenses in the league and the Chiefs, Packers, and Bucks coming to town over the next four weeks, it's pretty tough um for them to look at any sort of a winnable game uh over this next stretch. But they're at home, so I think they might want to rally a little bit. Um, so the Washington could be a sneaky upset pick here. I think the line of Kansas city six and a half is about right. Because I think if the chiefs win, they're going to blow them out. Um, but if the chiefs lose, obviously they're going to lose. Uh, but I will pick the chiefs here. I will be safe and I'll trust Danny Reed. Um, granted what we've seen out of this Washington offense and what we've seen out of this chiefs defense, there's a possibility where Washington puts up like 25 points. Cause the chiefs have let up what 29, 36, 30, 30 and 38. Um, they have not let up less than 29 points and Washington while not scoring well in their losses have scored very highly in their wins, 30 points against the giants and 34 against the Falcons. So this offense has some, some capable pieces to it. Uh, so we'll have to see how Heineke plays. I'm going to pick the chiefs for now, but I wouldn't be surprised if Washington won this game. I think this is a very, very big game for Kansas city and the rest of their schedule going forward. 
Yep, I, I would agree. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I think this is – it feels like really similar to the Philadelphia game two weeks ago, um, both against an NFC East team where you feel like if you're the Chiefs, okay, yeah, this is a game we really have to win. Um, if you, I really honestly think if they lose this game, it's going to be just not good. There's going to be so much doubt. The division's going to be even more uh, out of reach. So this is an absolute must win. I do think it's going to be pretty high scoring because obviously the Chiefs, great offense, bad defense. And then Washington actually has a pretty good offense and their defense has been uh, underachieving this season. So I do think that it's going to be very high scoring. I think it's going to be fairly close, but I definitely think the Chiefs are going to come out here, really understand this is a must win, and they're going to get it done. Yep, I think this is the time when, drumroll please, the Chiefs will flex their muscles and win the game big off of a huge game from Patty Mahomes yet again. Now, uh, the second and last one o'clock game, the Vikings at the Panthers. This one should be good. Uh, the Panthers are reeling. They have come off two pretty disappointing losses to NFC East foes, whereas the Vikings, kind of like a more talented Detroit, if you think of them that way, they've been in every single game. Um, and they've they've actually won the ones they should have. They got a little bit bailed out last week. Mike Zimmer especially got bailed out last week against said Detroit team. But I think they'll bounce back here. Am I really picking the Panthers to lose three in a row as much as I love Matt Rule? I'm... Um, I am. I mean, I just, the team has looked really flat without Christian McCaffrey. And this is, I think, one of the biggest coin toss games of the week. So it really could go either way. Uh, Minnesota are two and a half point favorites, which seems about right. I'm not sure what the health of Dalvin Cook is. This is like everybody's top two fantasy picks going into this game. And there's a chance that neither of them play. I mean, obviously McCaffrey isn't playing. He's on IR. So I think this is a pretty big game for the Panthers. This is a, this is a pretty, pretty big game because if they lose, all of a sudden they're 500 again after starting 3-0. Um, and McCaffrey can't come back until week nine. So they have to get something going without him. And this is a time when Darnold really has to step up. So we'll have to see, but I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this game, but I think it's really close to a coin flip. So it's, it's a hard decision to make. Yeah, I would, I would agree that this is a, a coin flip game and really, I don't see anybody talking about this, which I kind of understand, but this is a sneaky big game, honestly, mm-hmm. because uh, obviously with the NFC West, you know, uh, Russell Wilson going to be out for a while. The 49ers kind of on and off. There is still a potential, you know, to sneak into the NFC playoffs as a wild card for both of these teams, more specifically the winner of this game. Um, I think that the Vikings, they were my pick to get the seventh seed before the season started. Obviously, they haven't quite looked like it, but we've talked over and over again about how they could easily be like four and one, mm-hmm. you know, if they just would have made a chip shot field goal. Uh, versus Arizona and if they wouldn't have fumbled against the Bengals so I think that if you're the Vikings this is a game okay we're gonna do this we're gonna finally get it together let's go and let's win comfortably make the statement that we're still a playoff contender and then like you said with the Panthers since Christian McCaffrey's went out is they have just not played very well Sam Donald had three interceptions last week so that's really not you're not gonna get the W with that And then the loss to an Eagles team that, as you know, I'm not very high on. Uh, I do think that the Vikings, while most people don't see it right now, I do think the Vikings are the better team, and I do think they'll win in a very close game. Yep, absolutely. I think uh, nothing but agreement there. And now the last 1 o'clock game, the Chargers at the Ravens. This one's a good one, and if we're being honest, this should probably get flexed to Sunday Night Football over uh, the Steelers-Seahawks. Sorry, but the Steelers-Seahawks is not really going to be the greatest game. Um, but two four and one teams. I think these are these guys 
two and three in the AFC. I'm pretty sure they are uh, two teams that are coming off pretty big wins. Uh, the Ravens two and a half point favorites. This one should be an offensive slugfest, but I am going to pick Baltimore. It, it's tough for me to say that because I, I want the chargers to win um, because that would make the, the Bengals win, put them tied for the division, which would be great. Um, if the Bengals win, obviously. Um, but I do think the Ravens are win. The Ravens so far have looked very good at home. Uh, they've, they've played two games at home. Both of them uh, have been, have been close wins, but they've both been in prime time. They've both been, been like a lot of like boom resounding come back against both Kansas city and Indianapolis. And that Kansas city game was something else. So I think the Ravens at home uh, are a sneaky, tough team to beat. So I'm going to pick Baltimore in this one, because I do think just in the regular season, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson over Justin Herbert for now. Yeah, honestly, I think this is the game of the week, Billy. Yeah, um, I agree. Because, I, yeah, it's just, I mean, both teams are 4-1. Both teams, I think, are really, really good. Um, both, obviously, playoff teams. But I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, the Ravens, obviously, at home, that's a big advantage. Um, I don't really look. I know a lot of people say, oh, they're on a short week. I don't really think, uh, you know, playing Monday instead of Sunday, I don't think one day is going to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, the Ravens, that's not really much of an issue. And really the main thing is, is obviously the Ravens are a great running team, no matter who their running backs are. And uh, the Chargers' biggest weakness, without question, is run defense at this point. So I think that um, that's just that's really going to be the deciding factor. When you're going to watch this game, you're going to realize, oh, the Ravens are going to win this just because the Chargers cannot stop the run quite well enough. Um, that I think the Ravens will just be able to really keep Justin Herbert on the sideline quite a bit, make him uh, a spectator. So I think that the Ravens dominate the time of possession. And then what I do will think will be a close game, I do think the Ravens win this one. Yep, this should be really a, a slugfest and probably a shootout. It seems like every single game the Chargers are in is a shootout. But speaking of shootout, we go now to the Cleveland, the tropical city of Cleveland, Ohio, where the Browns host the Cardinals in what should be another fantastic matchup this week. I mean, every single game the Cardinals are in is going to be a good matchup. Uh, Arizona's three and zero on the road and five and zero total. The Browns are two and zero at home and three and two total. So someone's going to have to give here with the away and home records. So uh, I'm going to let you pick first here because I have some thoughts. So because I have some thoughts about this game. This is tough. I was probably uh, a few days ago, I probably would have said this was the game of the week, but both teams have kind of been uh, hit a little bit. The Cardinals are having some COVID issues. Cliff Kingsbury's not even going to be able to be on the sideline. Uh, Chandler Jones is out, as well as some other defensive players. And then on the Brown side, uh, Nick Chubb is out, which is obviously a pretty big blow. So um, both teams are a little weakened. Maybe it'll even out. I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to pick the Browns here. I think they're going to give the Cardinals their first loss because um, I think even though Nick Chubb's out, uh, if, if there's any team in the league that would be uh, okay with losing their uh, running back one, I think it's Cleveland just because Kareem Hunt honestly would be uh, running back one for half the teams in the league. So I think that he's just they're just going to carry it to him every time instead of splitting it which I don't think is obviously going to really affect the Browns' run game. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, still, Kareem Hunt's just fine. He's good enough that he'll be able to carry the load. Um, and then the Cardinals, like I said, don't even have the coach. Uh, defense is pretty decimated at this point. Not really get a practice uh, the way that you would like 
because of, of the kind of, it's really kind of starting to become an outbreak. Um, and I think that Cleveland overall is just a little bit more well-rounded of a team anyway, and they're at home. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. Yep, you stole my upset pick of the week. I'm going to pick Cleveland in this. Again, I'm picking all the AFC North teams so far, and it pains me because I was like, come on, Bengals, win this division. Uh, that's not going to happen, obviously. But I, I do think the Browns will give the Cardinals their first loss simply because of – you look at both, what both teams are losing at in this game. If this game was last season um, and the stakes were how they were and it, it, it was last season's Cliff Kingsbury, I'm picking the Cardinals because I didn't think he had that much of an effect. But clearly this year he's coaching a lot better and the team's responding better. So I think it's it's just, it's hard to have him be gone. And to split head coaching duties between the assistant head coach and the DC is always kind of hard. So I do think Stefanski is going to outcoach the Cardinals this one. And and, and while I don't think Baker is going to have the best game, I do agree that the loss of Kareem Hunt to, sorry, the loss of Nick Chubb to Kareem Hunt is not the same drop as the loss of Cliff Kingsbury to like your DC and your assistant head coach. Um, so I'm going to pick the Browns to win this one. I think Kareem will have a good game. I'm very shocked at the line though. Cleveland three and a half. Like I know they're at home, but like the Cardinals are undefeated. So I, I might take the Cardinals to cover in that. I think this game will be yeah. very, very close, uh, but we'll, we shall see. Um, I have Browns. You have Browns yet again. We've agreed on basically every single game except the first one so far, which geez, I got to get somebody who doesn't think like me on this podcast. All right, next one. Raiders Broncos three and two on three and two. Another close coin flip game. You can talk yourselves into either side of how the Raiders play, either side of how the Broncos will play. Everybody's seemingly healthy for either teams. Caleb, who have you gone with for this uh, West Coast matchup? Yeah, you know this is this is another pretty tough one. Obviously, same record. Um, this both teams that started three and zero, and then are, are both on a two game losing streaks. So. If you are either one of these teams, this is a you know another one of those circle on the calendar games, divisional game, obviously, but it, it even feels bigger than just your average division ga- divisional game because I think uh, the loser of this game is really just in really bad shape. Never want to go on a three game skid. I think the loser of this game can, in my opinion, kiss playoff hopes goodbye. But yeah, um, yeah. So this is really really tough. Um, this is actually like really a, a coin flip in my opinion. I'm going to go though with the Broncos. Um, Interesting. Just because I think they're home. I think they'll probably split this season. So I'm just going to go with the, uh, with the Broncos. Cause they were home this time. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be, you know, just fine. He's going to do what he needs to do. The Broncos defense obviously is good. And I just think the Raiders, I think they will be, uh, get a little better down the stretch, but I think their first week after the whole John Boone fiasco is they're probably not going to come out the best. So I do think in a very close game, I do think the Broncos pull it out. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned the John Gruden fiasco because I feel like there's two sides to the Raiders here. Either A, they're really confused. There's a lot of turmoil in that front office and you can't blame the players for like questioning the fact that they rallied behind that guy. Um and then you also have the fact that they might feel like this, like like they might juice themselves up a little bit in that. Or like, come on, like this team is a brotherhood. We got rid of somebody who wasn't good for us and we're going to stick together as a team, these players, and we're going to execute and we're going to win a huge divisional game on the road. I think this game is the definition of a coin flip. I'm shocked the line isn't even. It's Denver at four. Um, yeah. I'm going to pick the Broncos too. 
again, this is the, like, I could hold a coin in my hand and just say heads, Raiders, tails, Broncos, and flip it. But I'm going to pick the Broncos for the reason you said of that I think these teams will split this year, and it's just safer to go with the home team. So another opportunity for us to pick opposite teams. We both settle on the Broncos. I think this game will be very good because no matter what, the Raiders are going to play with a certain level of emotion. Whether that's good or bad, they're going to play with emotion. So it should be a very interesting watch. Sadly, I don't think it's on because – America's two favorite teams, the Cowboys and the Patriots, are also on at the same time on the same network. So you already know what the game of the week is. But speaking of that game of the week, I mean, this is literally my two least favorite teams in the NFL, the Cowboys and the Patriots. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you pick first. But Cowboys 4-1, and one, Patriots 2-3. and three. Cowboys are at home. Sorry, not the Cowboys. The Patriots are at home. We'll have to see. Who have you gone with to win? So I guess uh, this is like me with the Ravens and Colts last week for you. Yeah, pretty much. This is, this is kind of like a lose-lose situation. Yeah, but, um, yeah, this is, um, you know, the Patriots, so, uh, um, you know, only very slight underdogs, and, and quite a bit of people are putting money on the Patriots, which is a little shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. And uh, despite it being in Foxborough, I think picking the uh, Cowboys is a fairly easy pick. Uh, the Patriots are honestly not that great. I know they played Tampa really close, but. Man, I mean, actually, they both lost to Tampa by two. So in, in that sense, that it would look like they're even. But I just think that the Cowboys have so much more power offensively. Obviously, that's uh, clear as day. But And then on the defensive side, I don't think it's big enough at this point with the way uh, the defense, especially Trayvon Diggs, is playing. Mm-hmm. The gap in the defense is not uh, big enough to make up for the gap in the offense. So I think despite it being at Patriots, Bill Belichick, obviously a better coach than McCarthy. Uh, the Patriots will definitely outcoach the Cowboys. I, I do think I, I would pick the Cowboys here by about a touchdown. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. I, I think that it's it feels weird picking against Belichick when he's at home in Foxborough against the coach he knows. Um, it just it feels weird to do that, but I'm gonna do it. I, I just I just have concerns about this Patriots talent level. I think that there could be an argument made where the Cowboys defense relies so much on turnover differential and Mac Jones is a QB that just does not turn the ball over. Um, So that could be an argument made to see the Patriots offense, like kind of do better than expected, but I I just don't see it. I just think this Cowboys offense is, is little too good. And man, I got to whip out a schedule at some point and this Cowboys team could have a very good record at the end of the season. I just looking over the rest of their games. I think there's two where they're not favored and it's, at the Chiefs, and it's versus the Cardinals. I think those are the only two games of the season where they're probably not going to be favored over the rest, unless they have some crucial injuries, because it's at the Pats, at the Vikings, home Broncos, home Falcons, at Chiefs, home Raiders, at Saints, and then you have your slew of divisional games. Uh, You have two against Washington, one at the Giants, and one at the Eagles, plus the Cardinals. Uh, I don't know. I I think the Dallas Cowboys will win this game by definitely about a touchdown, and their record might be a lot better at the end of the season than their talent level reflects, but hey, they're just they're they're playing who they can play. They're taking advantage of what's in front of them and they're handling business against a team that is worse than they are. So now we move last two games of the week was we got four teams on by. So these episodes aren't going to take about 14,000 hours anymore because there's like not everybody's playing every week anymore. But the Seahawks at the Steelers, two, two and three teams, both of which coming in with some QB questions. I mean, we know who's starting, but we don't know how well they're going to play. Ben Roethlisberger obviously has been really inconsistent so far this season. Geno Smith actually, I thought played pretty well when he came in for Russell Wilson last game, just had a pretty unlucky interception at the end. 
We'll see if Gino can have his moment. He went to West Virginia, so this is probably pretty close to a home game. Uh, just he can probably get some of his some of his family. So we'll have to see. I'll let you make the pick first. Yeah, this one is is really tough. Um, Steelers are favored at this point by five and a half, which is that seems quite like a, a bit. little too much. Yeah, I, I would take the, the Seahawks to cover that, honestly. But mm-hmm. in terms of who's going to actually win, really, really tough. I'm, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Um, wow. Just solely because um, mostly, well, obviously, one of the main reasons at home, when in doubt, pick the home team. That's kind of like a, a, the tiebreaker, really. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pittsburgh's at home. And then, you know, everyone was like, oh, Geno Smith play, played pretty well last week. But here's the thing. Now that he uh, – obviously the Steelers knew all week that, that Geno Smith would be starting. It came out pretty quickly that uh, Russell Wilson was going to be out. So the the Steelers did research on him, watched film of him all week, and that's kind of why backups – it always feels like backups when they first come in uh, play pretty well, and that's mostly just because the defense uh, – they did not prepare for them at all. Um, and now that uh, Geno Smith has been prepared for, I don't think he's going to look that great. Um, Big Ben is not obviously great either, but I think he'll be better than Geno Smith. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh here in a ugly close game. Yeah, I agree. This is certainly not some high octane, fun to watch primetime Sunday night football level football. But I, I do think the Steelers are going to win this game. I'm literally picking all the AFC North teams in the week. I need them all to lose so the Bengals can vault back to the top of the division. But uh, I do think Pittsburgh will win. I think five is a little generous. But Seattle's run defense has been pretty concerning all year. And Najee Harris is just getting carry after carry after carry. Um, I agree that I think the fact that the Steelers have had all week to plan for Geno Smith is going to is going to factor into how well Smith plays. Tomlin, I think, is a very, very good head coach and is, and is a – not Belichick level, but is is pretty smart in planning for opposing QBs and, and getting a game plan that shuts them down. So I, I'm going to like where the Steelers are in terms of the coaching perspective, and I'm going to pick them to win this game. I do think Seattle will cover, though. There's a chance the Steelers win on a Boswell field goal. I guess I'll just make that my specific prediction of the week is a Boswell field goal wins the game for Pittsburgh. Now, Monday night. It's the Bills and the Titans, Caleb. And we kind of have a slightly running joke, not really running joke, because uh, I think I mentioned it once or twice. But you always bring up the Titans win over the Bills from last season whenever you try to justify yeah, yeah. how good the Titans are. And now there's a chance that, that that game will no longer count because the Buffalo Bills are playing the Tennessee Titans in Buffalo. Sorry, not in Tennessee. And the Buffalo Bills are favored by five and a half. And it's Monday Night Football. And the Buffalo Bills just destroy the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. So, Caleb. Are you gutsy enough to pick the Titans in this game or some, or is, or is the bias out the window and the common sense is taken over? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, uh, this is, I guess, I mean, I think this is a pretty exciting primetime game. Honestly. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's better than uh, Geno Smith versus Wash Big, Big Ben. So I mean, isn't kind of anything better than Geno Smith versus Wash Big Ben? Like I'd take, uh, let's I mean, see. uh, I guess it's better than the, I don't know, probably better than Dolphins Jaguars. Yeah, true. Davis Mills and Carson Wentz might be. Yeah, it's probably better than that one too. But honestly, looking, those are probably the only two games. Maybe Williams Giants, just because of how injured the Giants are. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Anyway, so, but that that those are definitely the only contenders there. But mm, Mm -hmm. you know, it's in Tennessee, so that helps. We. uh, that's, that's going to be good. You know, 
here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with, with you here. I'm going to pick the Bills. I'm just going to wow. lift the Band-Aid off. I'm going to do it. It, it hurts. But um, the Bills, honestly, without question, would be my number one team if I did a power rankings right now. Yep. So it's really not a indictment on the Titans at all. As more of it is, the Bills would probably be maybe my Super Bowl pick if I pick today. I think either the Bills or the Rams would be. Um, so, yeah, I, I would just think that the Bills are just – my concern is that the Bills, as we know, can score at many points. Yes. And to put it very simply, when great offense plays bad defense, <laughs> many points are scored. Yes, that is that is a very eloquent way of putting it. So I think that the Bills, in a very high-scoring game, obviously, I think that the Bills are going to win this one. I'm even going to be specific and give you a, a very accurate score here. Oh, wow. I think that the Bills are going to win 34-27. Uh, to 27. Ooh, interesting. That's pretty close. I mean, it's like one yeah. score. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a touchdown, so. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Julio Jones is back, so that's good. You know, the Titans are finally starting to get a little healthier. But mm-hmm. this is not the game where they're going to show how good they can be when fully healthy um, just because of how great the Bills are playing right now. Yep. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you on this, and I'm going to take the Bills. I don't think it's going to be as close as you're saying it's going to be. I think it's going to be probably around 10. Sorry. But I do agree that the Titans are like kind of getting healthy on the offensive side, at least on, the, on their weapons. So they, they should be a pretty high scoring game. Um, I'm probably going to put the Bills at like 37 and I'm going to put the Titans at 28 to 30. I think the Bills score a lot of points, a lot of points. Um, I, there's a lot of concerns about this Titans defense right now. Uh, but I, I don't know. They have a pretty, they have a decently easy schedule coming up. Uh, that's a lie. They play the Chiefs next week, but then they play the Colts. So we'll have to see. This is a pretty important stretch for Tennessee. Um, but I'm going to pick the Bills to win this game. And then uh, you can't just abuse the excuse of, oh, we built the, we beat the Bills by 30 in a COVID game last year anymore. So, uh, so yeah, I think Josh Allen will have yet another good game and will probably plant himself firmly in the top two of that MVP conversation. So, yeah, that's the predictions from the Monday night game. Bills over Titans. We are the same in every single matchup uh, aside for the Dolphins-Jags yet again. Hey, you know. Last week, we only had one difference, and I was right. In the yeah, well, hopefully it swings back my way. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm just putting all my faith in Urban Meyer to outcoach Brian Flores. <laughs> oh, what have I done? What have I done? I got roped in by the London Magic. But, hey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I believe in you, kid. Uh, go throw I mean, a touchdown. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is probably better than Tua. Or so. four or five. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting week for Tua. Can he really – can he, like, do it with very little people – probably watching i'm not sure i don't know maybe some people will be watching but... i mean it's, it's a standalone game and it's on last week the london game was on nfl network this week it's on cbs so. yeah true probably so i just probably think most people will be people. watching for jacksonville so we'll see yeah well i guess that's it for this episode of the all nine yards podcast we have picked all the games and i'm going to be right on all of them which means caleb is going to be right on all of them except for the london game so thank you very much to everybody for listening and uh we'll Talk to you next time.